do you own something in that situation? Hey, uh, my title, you know, my deed says you must leave. Okay, well, I have a bazooka and uh, I'm going to just take this, right? Remember bazooka bubblegum? This is taking a very different turn. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuning into episode 301 on The Real Word. Word is up. 301. Doesn't that feel good? It feels great that we're on the other side of 300. Great side. little uh, you know, mini intimate event that we had last week to celebrate episode 300 with some friends and some uh, uh, close people over at our development in Connecticut, 66 High Street. That was fascinating. You can go check out the replay, obviously if you miss that, uh, but you don't want to miss this headline from Grant Cardone. Some people on the internet call him Uncle G. Nicole, is that what you call him? I had to ask you what he did, so there's no Nicole, Uncle G over here. <laughs> Nicole had to ask me what Mr. Grant Cardone does. He has a big sales company. He's written a bunch of books, um, but he also is the controller of over $4 billion in apartment real estate's across the country, yeah. uh, most of it in Sunbelt locations, a lot of it in Florida. Okay. So he's, that's where he's built the majority of his wealth. Uh, there's been some controversies with Grant. He, he, he syndicated a bunch of money. He was probably, I guess, the first person ever to go out and get uh, money from non-accredited investors. He has a huge social media following. So uh, he, he went, raised money from non-accredited, just regular average people to be able to invest in his fund. One of those ended up suing him. Um, anyways, the real deal wrote a big story about it, and he ended up winning that lawsuit. And he's he, they've gone back and forth. He's attacked the real deal mm-hmm. uh, for defamation and or, or alluding to defamation. I, I, mean, I shouldn't say that because I don't think he's filed any countersuits. But uh, it's been an interesting battle. But that's not what this is about. This is about the fixed mortgage in real estate. Let's first take a look at the TikTok uh, from Grant. We'll play the TikTok where Grant basically says we are headed towards a renter nation in the US. Let's play the clip, then we'll react. America will become a renter nation. You will rent and use everything. You will rent your cars. You will rent where you live. You might even rent your clothes in the future. A mortgage is just a fancy way to say you own some shit that you don't own. The savior of America will not be lower prices. It will be longer mortgages. In your lifetime, you will see mortgages go from 30 to 40, 50, and maybe even 60 years. You could, if you live long enough, see a 100-year mortgage in America in order to give you the illusion that you own something when you don't. Okay, Nicole, a couple key things that Grant Cardone says here. He says that we are becoming, or we are, a renter nation, that U.S. consumer will rent and basically use everything from a rental relationship, rental perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's the first point. Renter nation, you'll you'll even be renting your clothes, Nicole. Now do does laundry happen in between? I have a lot of questions about renting clothes. I'm not one that I, I think I won't be a, a fit for that, but you never know. Never know. Uh do you own your own house? It's point number two. So yeah. when you buy a house, do you actually own it? Mm-hmm. And then the third big point he makes there, short TikTok for this many points, uh, but the third point he makes there is that in our lifetimes, we will see a 
year, maybe even a hundred year. Well, he's stating that that's going to be the savior, not lower prices, but these extended mortgage. Right now, through the rest of 2023, use code Frosty to get 25% off of BAM X. This is the biggest discount we've ever done. And everyone who locks in at this rate will be grandfathered in at the lowest rate of all time. Use code FROSTY on the annual subscription to get 25% off the full year for BAMX, where we release all of our downloads, all of our show notes from the hot sheet every single day, as well as our courses uploaded new every single month, live streams, and our private community. Use code FROSTY, get 25% off, and become a BAMX member today. Right. That'll be the savior for, yeah. you know, essentially maybe the debt. Uh, of the dollar, yeah. the affordability issue, how mm -hmm. how much further your dollar can go, yeah, all of that. I've got some some interesting stats that uh, you may or may not know. Meaning, everybody, all the listeners, you may or may not know about yeah. the thirty year fixed, which is our most popular mortgage in America. Uh, but first, let's go through the first two points, and then we'll get into the potential hundred year mortgage that okay. Grant Cardone is suggesting here. Uh, renter nation, do you think we're heading towards a society where we rent everything, even our clothes? I can't imagine. I don't want to rent my clothes. It's interesting though. I mean, cause again, he's talking about the mortgage essentially being, being a rental. Most people probably have car payments. They have leases. Um, I don't so know. When that you have a lease, ever... you're obviously renting. You don't own, own it. That's a rent. What? Leasing a car. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. I'm saying yeah. so like we're, we're already essentially there i think i and again i think the most people do leases because it's it's the only way to make it affordable you know um you you want to you want a bougie car and you can't afford to buy it so you lease it right yeah actually i saw a clip the other day uh, somebody you know everyone walks down the sidewalks now and just asks people random questions with the little TikTok mic he asked this guy he said hey do you okay. rent or lease your car he goes i lease um, it was a professional looking guy yeah and he said why, why do you lease your car he goes i just always want a new car when you know, three or four years is up and it's a lower payment. So yeah, that's why payment. I do it. And again, I mean, obviously after the three or fours are up, like your warranties expire too. So, I mean, it's not a terrible gig. Now I don't have a lease or a car payment on my car. Okay. So I own it, but you know, if you want to get technical, this is where somebody like Grant Cardone would push back. He's like, yeah, but do you pay taxes on the vehicle? Insurance. Um, do you pay insurance on the, you know, if you want to operate it, I actually don't know that I pay, do I pay car taxes in Florida? I can't remember. It's registered in Florida. Um, the taxes are definitely lower than, than where it was in Connecticut, but the insurance is way higher. So if I want to operate the vehicle, I got to have an active license. There's, there's a small fee there. Yeah. I got to have insurance, huge fee, especially in Florida, some other States I know. And then you, sometimes you pay property taxes on your car. Mm hmm and so you can't use it on the roads without those taxes. Taxes is a form, to, you know, what I think Grant would push back on here of rent. You know, I think he's using a little bit of hyperbole when he talks about you'll rent your clothes because, you know, he's just making the point that people rent, people rent their transportation. Now they go and get an Uber app. Yeah. Um, if I lived in a location, I'm not a car guy. So if I lived in a location where, I could do more walking and Ubering. I too wouldn't own a car, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. when I, I have a home in Connecticut, no car there. I, I rent cars from right. Hertz all the time. Yeah. 
So I, I agree with him. People do, certain... Again, people do rent their clothes, though. You have that rent the runway. People do get boxes of clothes and rent them and then send them back. And send them back? Yeah, it's like a it's like a Netflix. You know, you pick what you want. You rent a you rent like if you need a gown instead of buying the gown you rent you rent it's called rent the runway. Yeah, you get a whole box of stuff. You wear what you need to wear and then you send it back. This must be fancy fancy stuff. Not all the time. No, yeah, I'll I'll send you the I'll send you the link. Rent the runway. Huh. No, you can get like pants and sweaters and stuff too. I huh. believe. Interesting. I, I not. I just don't want used. I don't want used clothes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm I'm comfortable renting a bed at a hotel. Uh, you know, somebody else sleeps in that bed, you know, the night before, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not comfortable. The clothes thing. I also think clothes is something that, you know, for, for average clothes, not designer clothes, but average clothes, the price is just going to come down in the future. You know, think about 3d printing, uh, you know, the, the opportunity for people maybe to, you know, access cheaper clothes could become, it, it just could become more accessible in the future. I'm not an yeah. expert in that field by any means, but you could see where technology could potentially help. Uh, people get cheaper costs for for clothing. Yeah, I mean, right, these so dresses are like, you know, $800 and you can buy a package, you know, you can, for $80 a month, you can get, you know, a certain amount of clothing. I, can, I guess that's one way to stay with a fresh fit. Yeah. As the kids would say. Fit. Look at you. Is that the word? No, drip. Fresh no, drip. No, well, drip is different than fit. No, I think it's the same. Is it? Uh, no. All right, so renting, no. renting everything. I, I would agree that we are this consumer economy of the US would definitely lean towards more you know rental than ownership in the future when you think of all the commodities in our life uh, uber being a great example of just that now part 2 he basically makes the claim here yeah um that you do not own your house you think you own your house but you don't own it. Um, right. Do you do you agree with that? When people buy their home, do they own it? Do they own it? Yeah, I mean, I think you own it. I mean, you're because essentially you're able to do what you want to it. You know, if you're renting, you can't. Um, your rent isn't. You know, like your. I mean, obviously, if your taxes change, your mortgage will go up. But your like your payments aren't going up. The rent's not going to be altered. You're not going to get kicked out. I mean, if what if somebody offers you double? You know, are you going to kick it, them out? You know. It, it's a much more stable position to be For in. Sure. You're not you're not dealing with a property manager who who could be a good person or somebody who's a pain in the butt. You're, you're not dealing with, you know, in terms of a lease that to your point could go up. Um, you're not dealing if you now you might have an HOA and, and you might not be able to do certain things. Right. You might have restrictions. But if you own certainly rural America. Um, where you have the ability to do whatever you want to your land, you have much more freedom in the decisions that you can make. Now, right. you know, to where Grant would go with this argument, just to play both sides of this, is you're always going to have to pay property taxes. And, and, and really, honestly, in the history of the world, not just America, in the history of the world, nobody has ever really owned anything you know if, if somebody wants your land and they come in and show force okay you're either going to have the artillery to win that confrontation or you're going to move aside i mean just the, you know all the wars you know it, they've been over religion and land you know territory right yep. most of most of the time and so 
you know, do you own something in that situation? Hey, uh, my title, you know, my deed says you must leave. Okay, well, I have a bazooka and uh, I'm going to just take this, right? Remember bazooka bubblegum? This is taking and, a very different turn. Well, I mean, I guess <laughs> here's, the, I'm just making the other side of the argument. It's like, yeah. do you technically own anything? No, but when you're, you know, the answer to that is no. But when you own your property, um, your single family residence versus renting it, you own the freedom of having the decisions at your disposal, right. of not having somebody micromanaging you where you live. And you're and investing in your own investment too. You know, like if you do the kitchen, you know, you're, you're investing in, you know, obviously what, you know, your, your return on that would be instead of doing a kitchen and it being somebody else's kitchen to make money off of. Yeah. And, and so the good news is for us real estate professionals is there's always going to be a large percentage of the human race that wants less micromanagers in their life, especially where they live. Right. You know, I, my wife always like, I want home to feel like home. You know, I'm more of a guy. I, I could probably fit in line with, I, I just want to sleep. <laughs> you know, I just want to sleep. I, I don't, you know, I'm not somebody who wants to be home all the time. But there are a lot of people like my wife who's like, I want it to feel like home. I want it to feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. I, I want to, you know, make it our own. Yeah. Um, now let's get into the mortgage. This is what's really interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, Grant says what's going to save the U.S. consumer, yeah. essentially, is this 30-year fixed rate is going to go to 40, 50, 60 in our lifetime, maybe even a 100-year mortgage. Now, the United States of America is the only country that has a 30-year fixed mortgage as an option for home buyers. We're the only country that does that. Yeah. Period. End of story. No other country offers it. Not even our neighbors to the north in Canada. In fact, if you talk to Canadian agents, they're talking about every five years, the homeowner's got to refinance that deal. Okay. So they go through a lot of refinances in, Connecticut, in, in Canada. But here in America, we have this 30-year fixed tool. It's what has helped uh, you know, more people gain wealth in this country than any other country in the world. This ability to access a 30-year fixed mortgage. Now, most people don't hold the mortgage for 30 years. Right. M most uh, homeowners are actually, you, you know, they're not going to live in the house 30 years. They live into you know, about 12, 13 years. But the average, according to um, according to Rocket uh, Loans, Nicole, yeah, the average mortgage length is actually just under ten years, because a, a homeowner will either refinance, okay, or they're at that point where they will, you know, they'll go ahead and they'll they'll buy another house and they'll sell that one, so they so they pay the loan off. So right, so banks and lenders aren't actually, you know, seeing all the interest on thirty years. This is why. You know, why is the 30 year and the 10 year tied so closely together? Because if you're an investor making a long term investment, mortgage backed securities, you're looking at, okay, well, what's my, my guarantee no lose on the 10 year? Oh, the 10 years, uh, it's at uh, just under 4% today, right? On the 10 year treasury. Well, that's like a guarantee. Well, if I know I'm going to be holding the 30-year fix on average for about 10 years, 
I'm going to, it's going to be a little, it's going to be more risky than the, the government back in the 10 year treasury. I'm going to want seven percent. I'm going to want 6%. And, and that's where you always see that spread between the 10 year and the 30 year. When the 10 year comes down, you see the 30 year typically follow when that 10 year bumps up, you're going to see the 30 year go up because if I'm going to invest in 30 year mortgages, I'm going to want a little bit more because I can just go to the 10 year treasury. Right. Right. And so, so that's one way to think about that relationship between the 10 year and the 30 year. Now, uh, so, so that's the, the basic history lesson on the very basic on the 30 year fixed mortgage in our country. Now let's answer the question. This is a projection that Grant is proposing. Yeah. Do you, do you believe that we'll see, and I, there's a lot of buyers right now, they're like, let's start this January one. <laughs> do you believe we'll see a 40, 50, 60, or a hundred year mortgage in our lifetime? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility. I just, I feel like though it's still, I think that you would, you would have a higher rate. Um, so I don't know how much it's actually going to be potentially, I mean, it'll probably be saving you because it's obviously a longer term, but I just think your rates would go up. I mean, it's, it's looking, it's the same as looking at a 15 year and like a 30 year, you know, you can usually save yourself some money if you did 15 and, and not if you go 30. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was something in our lifetime. I mean, I, I don't want to live forever, but I, I think I still have at least 50 years left to go. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yep. No, I, it, this wouldn't shock me at all uh, for, for there to be a 40 year op option. Yes. At a little bit of a higher rate, uh, which benefits the bank. They're going to be, they're still going to be out of the deal in 10 years, Nicole. Right. That's the point. You know, right. if, if a 30 year fixed, most consumers are getting out of the deal in 10 years, they're not going to stay in the 40 year for 20. They're still right. going to refinance in 10. They're still going to buy or sell again in 10 years. They're lowering that payment, but the bank's collecting more interest. Okay. So everybody wins, especially in, in a world where I believe single family homes are just going to get more and more unaffordable for the everyday American. So this is a way for, you know, if you've got, if you've got Congress support on this, you know, if you got Fannie and Freddie support, if you got bankers support, if everybody's in support where it's like, hey, we're going to go help out affordability for the lowest income, you know, buyers in America, I could certainly see this happening. And to your point, yes, with, with a higher rate, I, you know, I think it's, I think he's absolutely right about we will see this one day. And there are, uh, there have been 40 year products, uh, you know, that have kind of sprinkled about They're they're not they're not prominent like the 30 year fix, but I think there's been a couple of options that have popped up um, at times for potentially 40 year. Will it become the norm? Yeah, I think it could. Yeah. Um, when that happens, you know, not soon enough for many buyers for sure. A hundred year, I think is, is probably not, not going to, I agree. Not gonna see that, right? I, I don't, I don't now, see that either. Yeah. But think about some of the prices in, you know, some of these other countries, you know, America, you, you look at London prices, America and even New York city become cheap in comparison to London. So as the value of the dollar reduces, you could see a, a case where, okay, the values get up so high that you've got to do something on the mortgage. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. There's Grant's thoughts. There's our thoughts on reacting to that. He's got a lot of headlines lately talking about a, the biggest, you know, don't let your your uh, single family consumers look at his headline of the biggest real estate correction 
of all time. You got to dig deeper. That's another headline he has out there. That is commercial and apartment buildings uh, that he's talking about there. So uh, Grant's making some headlines. Good for him. He's a PR genius. Let's go. Love him or hate him. Uh, He's getting the attention on his brand. Just make sure you dig deeper so that your consumers don't get uh, confused on that. Nicole, we're done until 2024. That's it. Yeah, we got nothing next week. We're taking a little uh, Christmas real vacay. word, a little real word vacay from uh, for oh, the Merry end of the Christmas, year. So everybody, we'll, if you celebrate, yeah, happy, happy holidays. We'll come back with episode three hundred two uh, on Tuesday, January the second. In the meantime, use code Frosty, not code Real Word. Use code Frosty to get twenty five percent off of BAMX, the biggest discount. Ever. Use code Frosty to grab the annual on Max. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. See you guys.